0: Beep, 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 beep. Maybe it doesn't We're recording like recording again me. now. So maybe it doesn't like me now. Well, it had been so long, like four months since so the exciting. last episode oh, great. that your phone probably deleted the the, the podcast. You
1: have to refollow. My algorithm got jacked up. I guess.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of people. Blah, a lot of people. You know, when someone says a lot of people, they mean like one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they come. To everyone you, is called, saying what's
1: that called, like the invisible
0: mob or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like cancel culture is like one dude in the basement canceling people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like everyone saying, is okay, saying. Listen, I'm gonna have to reach out to Amazon because. They every time I open the app, it opens up and says, holiday deal, three months for zero dollars. And then I go, purchase. Bink. What is that? And it goes, Oh, sorry. There was something went wrong. Please try again later. And what I'm are you like, trying to what is that? Amazon music. Oh, music.
0: Well, eh.
1: Well, yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm still a little bit in boycott mode because of what? Uh, they like keep, boycott of keep, what? They keep increasing Amazon? their prices. Oh. Of no, they not do. Amazon. Spotify, all nah. of it. They keep going up. And and they It's the world we live in, man. Inflation. I know, but I'm trying to live a minimalist life. <laughs>
0: then just delete it all and don't have any music, man.
1: That's well, just do the I, do I'm the free by. Spotify that just I am just and it's tells driving you, me nuts. <laughs> just gives you whatever they want to give you. It has <laughs> and, nothing to do with anything. And they're like uh the same commercials man it's like it's they they know how to make you purchase it if you i was gonna say i was
0: gonna say that's like just marketing to like we're gonna make these fools purchase it
1: dude and they are smart because there's several times that i've been like you know what this isn't worth it i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe again and then i stopped myself i'm like no 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 what can we do on our podcast
0: that would annoy people so much Oh, that never mind. They just won't listen subscribe. to it. They yeah, just won't listen to like, it. It's like yeah, delete. delete. That one. Swipe left.
1: Is it swipe left or no, swipe right? Right? I don't know.
0: Swipe left. Is it left? Right. Dude, I don't know. I think it's left. <laughs> yeah, it's left.
1: No, swipe right. Le- oh, what? You're going left.
0: I'm going left.
1: Yeah. Oh man,
0: we're gonna get no, made but you fun of. We're swipe right, so swipe left. Recording? Are we? Recording we're recording, this? but I've uh, never done uh, no. like those dating apps that you white, right, left, right, left, right. I don't even know which way you go for. I like this person, and you know so you that know I don't what like this saying right now. But I know like, in must my be nice. what must be nice. But must be nice. These guys have been married for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> yes, next week is my twenty fifth wedding anniversary. That's Take a big that, deal, dude. suckas.
1: That's a big deal.
0: My silver anniversary. Ooh, silver. Silver. That's kind of big, man. You know when I was in when I was newly married, six months in, I never thought this day would come. Like never. It was so foreign to me that I would get to twenty five years. That like Like I didn't even I didn't even know if it was possible because I felt like I'd be an old man. And yet I don't feel old right now. I feel young.
1: You know what's interesting, like about life in general is that you just you look at people's milestones like you know if you grew up in church at all or whatever like they have those you know if you've been married for 50 plus years and there's <laughs> Look at those old couples, people. You're like, you're like wow <laughs> that's a long time and then before you know it you're just like you're there and you're like oh my gosh like this is I thought I would be I'm somewhere
0: else. Now. I thought I would be different. But I yeah, know um so swipe right or left I don't know what it is but I think you swipe let us left to delete.
1: You know, would Your you phone. actually would you actually do us a favor and uh, email us? Oh,
0: I'm swiping left on my text and it says mute or delete. Now I have an iPhone. If I go right, it's mark as red or unread.
1: No, see, I didn't know you you're could do that. At it differently. <gasps> dude, yeah. You didn't know that yet?
0: Oh, that dude. is a game changer.
1: <laughs> it Really is. Those texts
0: that you read that you want to yes! save for later? I yeah. just realized, I just saw. You didn't know that yet? No, that I wow. can go, I, I unread that. That okay. is a, Guys, ooh, dude, now my wanna, texting is changing no, forever right now.
1: I want to I pause and I want to have a moment of silence for this moment right now oh. because I actually discovered something and knew something before Ray did. But
0: you didn't share it, so it's invaluable. <laughs> <laughs> what does Ruben know? Remember that episode we're supposed to do? Or that that segment? <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah cuz i always what say does uh, ruben no by say,
0: the way i uh, max got a haircut uh, the other day and he didn't want to comb it and i was like dude you look like kim jong un do you know who that is <laughs> surely you know who that is ruben <laughs> and i was like he's like who and i pulled up a picture and funniest thing max had like the kim jong un haircut and i'm like you are combing that hair dude yeah you're not going right to be now. a north korean dictator that's funny. i threw that in there so you knew that it was a north korean dictator
1: it- <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you throwing me a bone. <laughs> 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 oh. I, did I have the deer in the headlights? Like, I, yeah, like, I just, I just thought through my that Maybe you were like,
0: <laughs> "Who is that?" Now that's somebody in Asia. Who is that? <laughs> yeah, I. Um, <laughs> but yes, did you know that that you could? When did that start on the iPhone that you could swipe right and unread a text? I think it
1: was the last, just the last update. Never even, dude.
0: That's the first time I've ever swiped right. Swiped right.
1: You would be swiping right to unread it, right?
0: So you yeah. would swipe right to unread, but swipe no, to, left you to would delete. Swipe right. Do it. You I, swipe I, I left am. to delete. You swipe
1: right. Right to unread. So that's what it makes me think. Like if you're on one of those apps, like you swipe right to like unpack all their their uh, information. People just swipe to left on and our de- episode, left. and they just deleted us. <laughs> <laughs> they're like we're gone. Hey, these take idiots! Your thumbs have gone
0: seven minutes, and they're not said a word. Take
1: both your thumbs and swipe inward at the same time. And what see does what that it do? Does. I don't know. Oh, your phone's maybe gonna it, self-destruct. Maybe it, maybe it subscribes and follows oh,
0: for free. For
1: free. <laughs>
0: oh, dude, you should do it. It did kind of blow my phone up. <laughs>
1: We just, just we're discovered all the That
0: was really weird. Right now. <laughs> like, oh crap! That was like, don't do undo, undo. Shake it, shake it, shake oh, it. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> dude. Speaking of shaking it, did you ever have one of those alarms where you had to like, you?
0: I'm not that dumb, dude. I oh, jump out come of bed. On, you just
1: called me dumb. Yes,
0: I do. Yeah. Because here's my here's my biased opinion. Okay, biased, like biased. super super biased. Like okay. if you get offended or triggered easily, just mute this next minute. Okay. Okay. Warning. Well, this is a trigger warning. This it. is a trigger warning. Okay. And this affects my wife. She's never going to listen to this episode, so I'm safe. <laughs> Unless someone tells her. If you need an alarm that you have to shake and do a combination or mathematics or shake the thing or whatever, if you need that to get out of bed, you need to go to therapy. Something is wrong. I am in therapy. Because what? crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> no, because what happens is you're like, because of my alarm, just get out of bed. I mean, your alarm went off. You set it for that time. You did it the night before. Just get out of bed. Just walk out of bed, go splash water in your face. You're done. But no, people set the alarm. They hit the snooze, 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 40 times snooze, and then they can't get out of bed.
1: Listen, I'm not a scientist, but I'm. I'm learning, and I don't.
0: Should I delete this last minute?
1: No, it's fine. It's great because I'm one. Of, I'm one of those people that just hit snooze, 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 snooze. So, I, and I'm I, I feel fine having this conversation. So hopefully everyone else does too. But <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah, I I am Ray is a not, jerk. I am not triggered. So I, maybe I don't know what that means. But anyways, but
0: this is a daily conversation in my household, dude.
1: But and it really on my end. Now I know
0: there's two extremes to everything, but I I'm I'm annoyed. Because I'm like, if you're going to set your alarm, the point of setting an alarm is it's waking you up to get out of bed. You can't complain later on that you just couldn't get out of bed so you were late to where you were going. I don't, I like, uh, it doesn't compute in my brain. Anyway.
1: Right. Uh, but the older I get, there's, there has to be some sort of scientific study. Because here's what's, here's what's crazy. is If I hit snooze too many times, I wake up, like, sore. Oh. And groggy. Like my neck. I'm seriously my, <laughs> It's like a workout. Like my neck hurts and I'm like and then I have this internal narrative that's just like pecking at my brain. You're says, beating yourself you all are day an long. Idiot, dude. You can't even get out of bed. Yeah, you Yeah, it's yeah. bad. So
0: it's then bad. all day long you have a psychological break because you're just beating yourself in the
1: woodshed all right. day. All day. And it starts like so
0: that. So why not just get out of bed? You know that. You know,
1: Ray, that is we should call this segment wisdom from ray
0: just get out of bed that's what we should call this segment just get just out of bed
1: get, yes <laughs> dude because you can accomplish so much if yes. you just get out of bed
0: imagine how long you know? the snoozes when you hit snooze how long does it
1: go nine minutes nine minutes
0: how many nine minute snoozes do you hit not you but just in general average i wonder if we should google search that oh, what is the average how many snoozes does the average mine's person hit probably, when they hit probably mine's probably two so two so that's 18 minutes
1: 18 minutes dude that's a lot that's a lot of time wasted in your life. Do eighteen life, minutes dude. times seven. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, eighteen times seven equals one hundred and twenty-six divided. That's by two hours. Sixty. Two hours and ten minutes.
0: So now do it times three sixty-five. Do times three sixty-five. Do eighteen week. times three sixty-five.
1: Eighteen times three sixty-five.
0: Divided by sixty. How many hours is that?
1: One hundred and nine hours. So one
0: hundred and nine hours. How many days is that, Ruben? Divided by twenty four, that's over four days. That's over four days four and of wasted and a half days. time. <gasps> dude, I lose. We four just solved and it half... right now. We solved it. Jump out of bed. Just get out of bed,
1: dude. I don't think I'll ever hit snooze again. Now that I'm was telling like... you, man. Right. That just don't my delete life. this
0: episode. <laughs> if you swiped left, you just failed. On this episode, this is the we can just stop. Just we're done. Right. We said the quiet part out loud.
1: That's like I'm telling you, man. Get out of bed. Wow, <laughs> I'm really blown away by that. I Like I like seriously,
0: to... seriously. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I no, thought I'm we were joking. Serious. No,
1: I'm being serious. So here's here's the thing: is like when I when I latch when I set my mind to something. <laughs> I know you, dude. (laughs) You're relentless. I'm in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. No, I'm not in trouble. It's actually going to add. This might be a good thing. Days to my. This might be a good one. This is a good one. It's relentless. So is intermittent fasting. I I I need this. Like I I don't know why. I don't know why. What your mom said to me that made me say, you know what, I'm going to do it. But I've been doing it.
0: See, and And I need to feel great. I need to get on that intermittent fasting. I, I don't know if I should wait till January 2nd or if I should start now. No, I mean, you, we're almost there. Hey,
1: I'm about to drop a bomb on you. Okay, okay are please. You ready? Please drop right.
0: it. Please drop it.
1: One day or day one? Oh. <laughs> you just flipped the words and changed my
0: life. Oh, we are. I kind of want to do one we're day. On fire I, I kind of want right to do now. one day, but <laughs> <laughs> my mind says oh, hit yeah. that snooze button. Oh, yeah. No, dude. I'm, so it's the I'm same done. it's the same conversation. Dude, you no, this is the me. same conversation. Oh, it really yeah. is the same. One day or day one, hit the snooze or don't hit the snooze, get out of bed or don't get out. Of, it's all the same conversation. It's the same thing. So, but I'm judging you for not getting out of bed, but you should be judging me hard for not starting intermittent fasting right now. Same thing.
1: Or something. If you're unhealthy oh, or something. <laughs> if you're if you're unhealthy, <laughs> I don't necessarily see you as unhealthy though but it's maybe getting there it's getting there maybe, getting there. maybe I, I, I step I don't sleep? step
0: when I'm well my sleep is good actually right now when I don't when I don't step on the scale for a while I know I'm telling myself I don't want to see what's there yeah well the last six weeks I've been stepping on the scale dude it is not good like no bueno at all
1: so what is it this interest, I think everyone has a like. I don't know if you would call it a breaking point, but a something so powerful that they would grab onto that would change the course of like not only behavior, but really the trajectory. Because, dude, just seeing that, literally doing the math on that. And you did it.
0: I didn't do it for you. You did it. And that's psychologically just ingrained
1: in you now. Dude, that messed me up. Because people will
0: hear this, and it won't be the same as if they actually pulled out their calculators. So you guys should do this. How many times you hit snooze? Is it once? Is it twice? Is it three times? Add up the math for a week, and then add up the math for a year, and see how many days you're spending in bed and hitting snooze. No wonder your head hurts, and your neck hurts, and you judge yourself.
1: That's like a vacation, dude. <laughs> it's true. It's that's true. A, so do you get to want to vacation.
0: spend that time in bed or Sometimes at the beach? I
1: hit more than twice.
0: Oh, crap. <laughs>
1: My average is Your two. Your average is probably. two, but
0: it could be four or one at some time, huh? Well, here's my question Is that do you want to spend that time, those 15, 18 minutes in bed, or do you want to sit those three days at the beach?
1: That's what I'm saying. Ooh, yeah. Beach man.
0: And do Something I want to sit on the beach the in a <laughs> in shape, like not embarrassed? Or do I want to sit on the <laughs> in the beach all covered up like Yeah. With the, you know, head to toe with covering the tent that you got me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Seriously.
1: You're like, Hey, can you knock down one of those poles so this thing can like fall on top of me?
0: (laughs) And (laughs) I'm not talking about like skin cancer. I'm just talking about, do I want to be embarrassed at the beach or not? (laughs) Oh, that's so bad, dude. So bad. I fluctuate. I've probably lost more weight in my lifetime than, than any, than the whole community weighs all together. Cause I've I've gained and lost so much weight in my life, dude. I hate it. That would be an interesting so study stupid, too, to so like stupid.
1: Look back at times that you've lost weight and gained weight, and then add it all up, and then you could just remind yourself, like, and then
0: just pile up a pile of lard, so you can actually oh, see don't it. Do that. You can just see this big that's pile bad. of fat. That would be that, <laughs> that.
1: That might be the wrong motivation. I
0: don't know. It might be good for me.
1: Yeah, and then Go d- and then go touch it and <laughs> so like swim man- in it. Same like, thing. Ew. So how do you know? How do you know what's going to be the thing that motivates you? Because I've hit snoo- I've tried to stop hitting snooze for the rest of my life, and I truly think seeing this right here, four and a half days a year are gone out of my life. Wow! Just and in ten
0: years—that's forty days. Forty days, dude. That's temptation. Jesus in the wilderness, man.
1: I thought the same thing. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> thought and i just did
0: say it. and then times 100 is 40 years that's the it's Israel- really I, mean, I mean we can go all day man <laughs> oh, what does 40 mean there's a meaning of 40 is it like test a test uh, i think 40 the is a test of 40
1: for me is no more snooze okay <laughs> no but it's a i
0: think 40 the number 40 is a test so oh, i mean I don't know. so there you go
1: 21 days to break a habit they say but no nah, that's
0: 68 man i think no. science shows you 68
1: Really? Oh, yeah. I've always thought it was 21. I know. That's what they've said, I but that's bull crap. <laughs> that's why you keep it snooze. Because I stop at 21. <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: cured. Nope. Bink. bing, bing. bing. See,
1: yeah. Done.
0: <laughs> you got to go 68, back. man.
1: Oh, that's so interesting.
0: Motivation is an interesting thing. I wrote that down. Like motivation
1: to change.
0: Is it internal, exterior? Is it guilt? Is it shame? Is it is it knowledge? I mean, what is it that motivates us to change?
1: I would say that now, like knowing something, well, specifically if we're taking this scenario that we yeah. just walked through, yeah, I, I had no clue that I was wasting four and a half days of my life. Mm. And that's, that's and just that's the average. that's how I think. <laughs> that's just the average. That's interesting. But now that I know that, I can't unknow that. Yeah. So I wonder if that's why people like- Don't want to know. Yeah. No, but I think there was more here. That's that's why the phrase exists: ignorance is bliss. Yeah, because you're like, well, if I just don't if I don't know it, then I don't have to carry that with me. I'm going to carry four and a half days with me for the (laughs) crap the rest of my (laughs) life. No, and you can't unknow it.
0: That's the problem. Right? You can't unknow it. I think Scripture says that too. I think Scripture says if you don't know, you're not necessarily accountable to it. But once you know, now you're accountable for it. And it's like knowledge comes with a curse because now I know,
1: like James. Four seventeen or something like that, maybe he says. Who who knows to do do right? That's a different one. Yeah, that's a different one. But but
0: but I think um, we're butchering scripture as pastors, which is okay. You know, we don't have to know everything, right? But yes, that is a scripture. Everything right? (laughs) Oh, sweet. (laughs) (laughs) No, for him to know to do what's right and doesn't do it is sin. But there's another one that's talking about knowledge and how now you're accountable for knowledge. Interesting. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look it up and see. Here we go. Yep. No, 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 no. That's not it. Good thing for Google. Man, we're just wasting a lot of time right here,
1: but Well, let's let people mar it's good because okay. then people can marinate in it. Hmm. What do you what do you not know? Here's a question. What do you not know, or what have you have been avoiding knowing because you're afraid of how it will change your life?
0: Someone that I know in my family that listens to this podcast <clears throat> refuses to do a, <clears throat> a man after a certain age is supposed to get the gentleman handshake, <clears throat> and uh, he refuses to to medically do it because he doesn't want to know. So I know who it is. I know, so we're not going to name names, but he knows because he's hearing this right now, and it's hitting him just right in the heart. Will he change? No. (laughs) Will he start going to the doctor and getting checked out? Well, he's
1: probably thinking, I'd rather it hit me in the heart than, you know.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'd rather just go ahead and pass on. (laughs) That's what he's saying, essentially. (laughs) He's a healthy dude, but you know, everybody should get checked out. Men, you know, no shave November's done, but you should get checked out because it's real.
1: See, and we weren't recording at the time because we had we had big plans for No Shave November to raise some money. But
0: I think Ruben didn't to want to do that. Our... No, so I he... did. We weren't
1: recording, dude. We what was going to be our platform for fundraising? I mean, without Don't this know. platform of thousands and thousands of people, <laughs>
0: <laughs> How our, would we our have... <laughs> millions of followers.
1: Oh man. I don't have you.
0: I can't find the verse, but it's there. You probably it's either Romans one, it's either Luke something. Um. Well, this is also like Romans one eighteen. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of them, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them, because God has shown it to them. Anyway, that's one. But I'm I'm talking more about. Once you know, you can't unknow, and now you're accountable. But, oh, maybe it's this one, which is Luke 12, 48. It says, Everyone to whom much is given, much is required. From him who is entrusted much, they are demanded more. And so he's really talking about knowing. Once you know, you're accountable. There's a there's a better phrased word in scripture but sorry, I've rambled now for minutes and haven't figured it out. So, apologize for that. Hmm. But I think the knowledge and I think you tied it to an action where you actually yourself did the math and that actually ingrained in your brain. I think there's something about hearing something and then forgetting it. But hearing something, seeing something and doing it, those were three of the senses. Now, if you could figure out how to, now you felt it because you said my head and neck hurts and I'm groggy and I'm beating myself up. So you you engaged four senses, and that's probably what made the difference.
1: But what's interesting? Can you smell it? As <clears throat> I probably would have never done that exercise. There's two. I think there's two powerful things to recognize in that interaction. Was number one, s- somebody had to bring it to my attention. <clears throat> so you have this vendetta against people who Get out of sleep, <laughs> s- hit snooze. Cause it drives you crazy. Okay. It just doesn't make sense. To so them. you, you challenged me number one. Yeah. So there's a challenge, but then number two, you're someone who I, you, I built trust with, like oh. you, you, I trust you. And so I was willing to go through that exercise and it sits. I think it sits on you different when you know that somebody that you've built trust with somebody, and then you know that, like truly, your your reason for bringing that to my attention because it doesn't bother you. I mean, who cares? No, if you stay whether, in bed, like, I mean, if whatever. I, like, if you it, waste, it is what it you is. You know, if
0: you waste forty days in ten years, ah, whatever. That's on you.
1: <laughs> right. Well, but I'm saying it doesn't bother yes. you personally. Right. But. To my benefit. I've never
0: been in the same room with you waking up, I don't think. Have I? I
1: don't think so. I don't think so.
0: So I wouldn't even know if you hit snooze, and I wouldn't even know that about you.
1: Unless you heard it. (coughs) (laughs) Through the wall. Through the wall on our trip.
0: I think you're right. I think there is a community aspect, a communal aspect to growth and learning, is that bouncing off one another. Because this all started with the stupid phone and swiping left, right, and then unreading. And so the the progress to get where we got was in community. It wasn't necessarily self-discovery. And the reason it drives me crazy is because in college I was the snooze king because I, could, I, I knew, like I don't know how to explain this, but you do, those nine minutes are almost the most fantastic sleep in the world. Really, it is. Because you know it's limited. You know the alarm's about to go off. You're probably not really sleeping deep, but it feels like it. But it's something beautiful. Like those nine minutes, you're like, oh. Well, then you begin to build it into the system to say, okay, I need to get up and I need to be in class at this time. So I'm going to set my alarm so that I can hit that snooze twice or three times, and it's going to be beautiful. And I I think when I was in college, I got really frustrated with myself and with that snooze. And I actually skipped more classes because of the snooze than by just getting out of bed. Because there was something in my brain that was like, man, I'm sleeping so good. Let me just turn it off and go to sleep, and I'll count this as a skip. And I didn't like that about myself. So in college, I made a mental decision to not hit snooze. Because I had friends that would put the alarm across the room, and they had all sorts of like tricks to trick themselves into, <clears throat> into getting up. So put the alarm across the room, so you have to walk over there. But all they would do is get up and hit the alarm and go back to bed, hit the snooze and go back to bed. They would say, well, do the little shaky thing or do the little combination lock or mathematics, and it would break wake your brain up. They would do it and get back in bed. And so it really, to me, it was like training wheels. And training wheels on a bike, you eventually take them off. Mm-hmm. You don't see an adult, <laughs> unless there's something off, but you, you don't see an adult driving a bike down the highway with training wheels. So, something about I equated in college, this was my personal journey, was I equated the alarm and the snooze and keeping the snooze with training wheels. And I felt like, well, you eventually take the training wheels off. So, there you go. Yeah, boy. Look at Ruben with his alarm. That was like perfect, dude. No, but that was perfect. We're talking about an alarm. We're talking about alarms, and boom, your alarm goes off. You can't see, you really don't change because you've tried all the techniques and you just keep going back to
1: it. Oh, but that's different. That's something that I need to do. I know,
0: but that's your (gasps) reminder. You just do it. That's what you do. So anyway, what's funny is you're training yourself to hear those alarms and go, oh, nine more minutes of sleep. (laughs) So throughout the day, you're like, why am I so tired?
1: Well, it's because I hear these alarms and it just
0: puts me to sleep.
1: (laughs) Dude, I wonder. There's got to be some time. Yeah. Now,
0: So I think about it as growing up and taking the training wheels off. Now, that's really mean for me to say, because I don't necessarily think that people that hit the snooze haven't grown up. I don't, right. I don't think that, but that's how I processed it in college was a snooze button as a training wheel. So just take it off. You don't need that. Strip it.
1: Just get out of bed. So. <laughs> so that was your motivation.
0: Yeah. My motivation that's was, it just seems immature. Like it seems like eventually you're going to stop doing that. But then I saw my friends struggling with all the techniques and then none of them worked. So now I could get real deep in this and go into the like porn blockers. It's the same thing. Like if you're having to do that on your phone or on your devices, it's still a training wheel because you haven't dealt with the root issue. Like you haven't dealt with Mm. the, why are you hitting snooze? Why are you, why are you putting the, why are you looking at porn? Why are you X, Y, Z, why are you eating at nine o'clock at night ice cream? You know what I'm saying? Like I did last night. So full, full disclosure. I mean, why are you doing that? And I typically don't, but friends wanted to go to Freddy's and have a custard, and I'm after Max's performance. And I was like, "Oh, I never do that. Let's go do it." That. So mm-hmm. that's not a habit, but it's like you have to ask yourself why. Why is that happening? Why am I doing that?
1: So how do you find like? If it's interesting. Back to like the our <clears throat> question is like what. There's elements to it. Knowledge, I think, is one of them communal it, it's a communal decision for for me I, that's interesting some people are like super self-motivated and I have to I have to know that I'm that somebody's in it with me yeah so the fact but even, even self-motivated
0: this, people have some underlying push
1: well for example this knowing just the fact not only am I wasting four and a half days of my life, every single year but just the simple fact of knowing that you don't hit your your alarm button i know that i'm not the only one in the world that's getting up right away right and well and it was a challenge
0: for you too and you have someone else doing
1: it yeah right so that was the same thing with like intermittent fasting is like i knew that your mom she was so she like talked about it as if like there's no going back for me. Like I'm, I'm in, this is my life. And so then I knew that I had somebody that I could ask questions to. So part of it I think is maybe modeling, like not only the trust aspect of someone that you, you know, desires the best for you and has built that trust with you, but is modeling that. Like, Mm -hmm. for example, uh, we've had people that we've, (sighs) maybe diagnosis is a strong word, but we've kind of seen some things in their life and said, Hey man, like I, I think you're, you're struggling in this way. Or like, maybe you're dealing with a little bit of this, but whether it's depression or anxiety and we think like, here's, here's kind of a a pathway forward. And they're like, no, I'm like, I I think I can deal with this. I think I'm good.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they go to like a, a counselor or medical professional and they're like yeah you're your this diagnosis is correct and then all of a sudden it like clicks it's like oh maybe i am so i think there's a piece of it of someone who has been there done that kind of thing right. or is currently modeling it right. that you can look to to say okay this isn't just something that they're saying i should do it's something that they're inviting me to join them in doing.
0: Right. Right. I agree with that. I think that's where the community, the trust, the someone's not just a fool telling you that. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a, a level of um, competency. And that's why maybe a doctor can speak into people's lives more than someone else could because you you automatically say, oh, they went to school, they've been around the block, a therapist, a counselor, a professional. You know what I'm saying? And right. in our realm, this is where it's really unsettling is in our, our realm, people come to us with an automatic trust or, or expectation of competency, Mm. because in spiritual terms, we should know some, some things. And then when we rip it off and say, yeah, we're still working through a lot of stuff too, but here's what we've learned. It, it gives a level. I mean, what would happen if you went into the doctor and you said, I've got these symptoms and instead of your doctor guessing, which happens a lot, and saying there's this gamut of things. What if he just said, man, I really don't know. Let's do some checking and let's be curious about this. I think me personally would feel better about it because then it wouldn't be bull crap. It would be more real. So then you go into a counselor and what if you sat down and you told your story to a counselor the counselor's like, woo, that's a big one. And then you say, "Let's, let's start working on that. That would, me, now my personality, it would give me a level, a greater level of trust instead of, This person acts like they know, and then come to find out later on, I found out they really don't know what they're talking about. And I have some recent experience with that, with Christy's cancer, but also with my ear. It's the same. Like, I've experienced some of this, where I'm like, they are just Mm bullcrapping. And if they would either send me to an expert or be curious, it would change the, we wouldn't waste so much time with this moment, you know?
1: Yeah, or like a false diagnosis. Yeah.
0: I need to pause to go to the restroom. Sorry. Too much coffee, and I'm on a water pill. So,
1: all right, then I'm gonna refill we can pause. our coffees. All
0: right, and I'm gonna delete that section. But for
1: <clears throat> so knowing that wasn't enough motivation.
0: Yeah, um, knowledge is not enough to change us because we all every single day experience this. Like all of us every single day. Like if someone says you should stop drinking. Soda or Coke or Pop or whatever you call it, wherever you are in the country, just someone saying that are you knowing that is not enough to stop drinking it if you're addicted to it. Coffee, um, smoking, um, food. I mean, there's something. Just knowing that there's risk doesn't doesn't matter. I was listening to a podcast, uh, a teaching yesterday, and they brought up an episode on Homer Simpson. Uh, or the symptoms, Simpsons, symptoms, which I, I don't, I don't even know if I've ever watched a full episode of The Simpsons. Which, whatever. But uh, it says that Homer was eating a quart of mayonnaise and vodka, and Marge was like, "That's not a good idea. You're going to suffer for that." And he goes, "I'm really glad that's the problem of the future Homer, <laughs> and that's not my problem." <laughs> and that, that's funny, but it's like. That's how we live. That's how all of us live. Like, oh, that's tomorrow's ray's problem. That's not today's race problem. So today I'm gonna enjoy and uh tomorrow's ray can deal with that. Wow. So whether it's sleeping, whether it's drinking something we're not supposed to or whatever, all of us live within the we think we can beat the odds. You know, we think we can we can play the lottery and win and and avoid what eventually is gonna get us. So one of the things I've I've been diagnosed with Meniere's syndrome, Meniere's disease, depending on where you read it, which is a inner ear damage, and they're not sure why. Like they don't know why it, why people experience it, but it causes unbalance, like you could just fall over just for no reason. It causes hearing loss, it causes uh, tinnitus or a roaring, ringing, and then a fullness of ear. So it feels like there's like pressure deep in there. And uh, I was reading this morning that one of the things that you should eliminate from your diet is coffee. So, salt and coffee. Well, the doctor told me salt, but he said it is impossible to eliminate salt. Like, it's straight up impossible. So, he says, what we try to do is compensate, like, don't salt your food and don't put extra salt, Mm -hmm. but you have to get less than like a gram a day, which is. He said it's it's in the things we eat. And it, so I, I guess it's I guess it's possible, but you'd have to grow your own food and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you'd raise eat. Raise
1: your own chicken. Some
0: but even that. I mean, there's salt and everything. And so I mean, you just go swimming in the ocean and you absorb a bunch of salt from the water. It's just like it's right. hard to eliminate it. So what they've done is they've tried to give you give a water pill and it's called Lasix, or I don't know what they call it, but it's a pill and it and it's supposed to lubricate the the parts that are frozen in the inner ear. Mm-hmm. Well, I read this morning that it's supposed to eliminate coffee. And you know what I thought about was, man, if I stop drinking coffee, which I don't, I can go a day or two without it and then drink it. Mm-hmm. But it really is a massive part of my life. Like it, I don't even, it's weird to say that because Christy doesn't drink coffee. But for me, it's such a big social, but it also is a, it's a drug, I guess. I mean, cause it gives, it does something to me. Um, plus if you don't drink it for extended periods, it's like a massive headache for a bit, try to get off it. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking through all the consequences and I'm like, does it really affect my inner ear? Really? And I'm trying to justify it and think that I'm, I think I can beat the odds. You know, it's really what I'm, Mm -hmm. what I'm doing in my own brain. So I think all of us, when we think we need to change or someone makes us aware of it, knowledge is not enough. I think there's some other embodied... Like there's got to be a communal thing that you talked about. I think that's massive. I think you tangibly seeing or doing or um, you know a- engaging your senses does it. <clears throat> Some people do get convinced by just the information, like the science, if you want to call it. Other people need someone else to walk with them. Other people need a, mo- a um, you know a good pep talk. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't know. I think all I think, I think all of us are so different, but I don't know if there's an exact same thing that we all do to experience it. Or to, to, to take change because you've heard of people that have been smoking for thirty years and then boom cold turkey stop, that's rare. Why do yeah. they do that? I don't know. But then other people do gradually over time with the nicotine patch and gums and whatever else is at their disposal. They eventually wean themselves off. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what the difference is.
1: Yeah, I I don't either. I mean, there's there's all sorts of. I mean. We're two guys sitting in a in a room with mics in front of us, An and extremely smart like. man, so smart. But I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, we're super smart. We have it. We have life figured out. I I'm just trying to think of, you know, recall on my own experiences, and I'm thinking of all the times that no, I can't even say all the times because for example i i bit my nails for oh i can't even my whole life and i can tell you february of 2000 i think it was like 2018 we were on our way driving to vacation with a group of friends and it was the weirdest thing. He mentioned some. One of my friends mentioned something about biting your nails, and I don't even remember what he said. Probably something about your teeth or whatever. And in that moment, sitting <laughs> on the van, I like of traveling to vacation. I just told you made myself, a decision. Oh, "I'm not going to bite my nails." anymore. And you probably
0: had tried before. To oh stop. yeah,
1: I tried before to stop, and <clears throat> I I haven't bit my ear. I've not bitten my nails. That is that how you say that? I've not I bit, I bitten have not my nails.
0: That sounds right. Bitten my nails. For, for masters of the English language as well. Yeah, guys. seriously.
1: Yeah. Uh, for years now. Yeah. And I don't know. I really don't know what the motivation was.
0: Well, the cool thing about that is you were a nail biter, and you can empathize and also maybe help someone else not bite their nails. Maybe. I've never been a nail biter, so it's hard for me to. I can empathize because I've been around lots of nail biters, mm-hmm. but I don't. I couldn't tell you how to not
1: bite your nails. Well, I can't either. I just decided to stop. Yeah, it.
0: but you were a nail biter, and you're not anymore. So there's hope. Is what I'm saying is like <laughs> oh, yeah, that's someone true. that's around you can be like, oh, he knows what I'm talking about. For 18 oh, okay. years, or for t- 30 years, he bit his nails or whatever it was. So that's a, so that's you, a actually, you actually, you actually. Are a, a motivator for change for someone that actually bites their nails. I'm not because I would have to admit and say I've never bitten my nails. I think that's stupid. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm not a I'm not a motivator. So just the knowledge. My point is, just knowing it, it's not going to change anything. But and you you getting through it and breaking through actually is more hope than anything.
1: So hope is an element. Yeah, I think so. So, I think so. knowledge is an element. Community is an element. Hope is an element.
0: Well, even the alarm thing, if we go back to that, I have experienced it. And I do understand the psychology of it. Mm. And I broke it because it was oddly satisfying to hit that snooze button.
1: Oh, yeah. That's like true. for
0: a weird, strange... But then you're right. The grogginess, the missed appointments, the the way you talk to yourself mm-hmm. uh, yeah. after after the fact or, the, or during the fact is so... It's psychological, but I think the, 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 like you said, the hope is if you've experienced it and broken that pattern or changed, that helps. That helps someone else change.
1: And then I think the another huge component to change is, or motivated to change is love. Oh, yeah. You think about the people who, I've actually – I've known a gentleman who was diagnosed with diabetes, and now because of diet change and all that stuff, like you're talking – like he didn't – there's one that's hereditary, right? Right. And like you, you have it from birth, and there's not really much you can do about it. I mean you can manage it. But then there's one that's like from just the way you eat and lack of exercise and all that kind of stuff. This is one that he he was, and the doctor was like, dude, if you don't change, like you're gonna you you're gonna leave your family behind. And his motivation for changing, and now he's like super dedicated to health and making sure that he's eating the right things and yeah. um, but his motivation was not even for himself to change. Mm. but to change so that other people could experience that and he, he he would tell he would tell the story and say like what snapped in me was what I realized that I would be leaving behind interesting if, if I didn't change
0: that's another motivation for change right there yeah so how other people are going to be affected by your decisions
1: well and then which roots back to your love for those people yeah. because if you if you're like i don't I don't have anyone that I care about really that deeply about which goes back to community which goes back to relationships then yep. you have no motivation to be like well <laughs> like why am i and why that would i, I think so love man
0: love humility um care
1: mm, that's an interesting one humility yeah because you first have to recognize like oh there's
0: there's a different path and maybe what i'm doing is not
1: right oh uh. And I don't even know if it's a it's a matter of, like, right or wrong.
0: Well, I mean, it's there are much, things that are. Oh, for sure. And there's other things but that I'm are just. But i like,
1: snooze. Hit, yeah. Snooze isn't necessarily wrong, but it is affecting my life. Yeah. And now that I understand and someone has told me and we've walked through an exercise of, like, hey, this is, like, look at this. It's right in front of your face. Like, you literally have shaved four and a half days of your life for the last, uh, what, I'm 30 Thirty-five. So at least don't add that up. Twenty years. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. But that's a big. That's big. That's a big deal. And so it's like, okay, I can sit in that and be like, well, whatever.
0: And it's just knowledge that my. I think my point is, I think there's something deeper than knowledge that Mm -hmm. changes us: love, humility, other people, community, a, a, a hope for a different outcome, future, mental, psychological. I mean, there's maybe there's a whole bunch of things that are coming together that would create the change.
1: You know, what's interesting as you're, as you're talking about that, the, and I don't, this is not a, what what do you, what do you call it? Like a virtue signaling or whatever, but the thing that popped in my head for those four and a half days, like how I could use that time mm. was related to people Yeah. of like, Oh, that's, either my family mm-hmm. or people that I could spend that time investing in and like, well, even so yourself, really, truly, but if you, the...
0: if you really think about it though, it's in yourself too. Cause the best, I think Steve Gus, our friend says the best, the best thing you can give other people is a healthy you. Yeah. And I think that's tied in there. You know, with Jesus's words is love others. If you've loved yourself, Well, if you don't know how to love yourself, you don't know how to love others. And so I think those four days, whether it's self-care, whether it's better mental energy and less beating up yourself, you're actually presenting a better self to love those people around you well and Mm -hmm. to serve those people around you. And they're going to get a better you by simply caring for you. So it seems self-serving, but at the end, making sure you're healthy is actually a benefit to those around you a lot like a big benefit
1: and you have to understand. I think you have to come to terms with actually how your life and who you are affects the people that God's put in your path to actually make an educated decision to change because you have to see how your life is affecting others and to actually even acknowledge that your life does matter. Yeah. Your life, like it matters to the people around you now that it it may be, you may be a toxic person and
0: <laughs> like affect
1: people negatively, yeah. or you may be a really um, healthy person mm. that affects people in a positive way. But your life actually does affect the people around you. And I think even just not just acknowledging that, but acknowledging that and then having the desire to say, oof, if if I can't get away from this, you can't get away from the, the truth that your life affects people.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's not to put weight or pressure to be like, you know, um, or guilt. It's to say, man, God, God's put you here for... A, a reason, and he's created our humanity yep. to actually affect people around us. Like, and we're interconnected. In I mean,
0: interconnectivity it. and being connected to others is a massive part of life. Like, you are not just an individual. Yes, you are, mm-hmm. which our Western culture and our world has ri- risen or rised... <laughs> is, rise. Man, why can't I think about it? Has made important— Increased. (laughs) Increased. Thank you. Has increased the individual— Yeah, individuality. Individuality, and then myself and my own person. And some of what we lost is that interconnectivity with each other and how, yes, I am an individual, but being an individual is because I'm connected to others, um, whether they're in my family or in my work or in my community. I cannot be who I am as an individual without the connections around me, because a person in isolation, a person that's disconnected, a person that's alone eventually dies, because you can't live without the the lifeline of one another. And so we, we become better us as we are connected, the one and others. I mean, Scripture distills it down in the, in the New Testament in particular about the one and others, mm-hmm. and the one and others makes me a better me but it also makes the other person a better them, and then together, it's a force that's to be reckoned with. I mean, it's it's a a bigger deal. So I mean, is biting your nails a big deal? I mean, I don't know. It's a nervous it's a nervous thing maybe or habit or, I mean, is that a big deal? Is hitting snooze a big deal? Is overeating a big deal? Is too much alcohol a big deal? Is smoking a big deal? I mean, you, you could just keep adding to this, is it a big deal? And no one's ever going to be to a place where you're just this, you know, figment, perfect, superhuman. But together we see virtue, we see a role model. Ultimately we see God that is without sin and perfect and holy, meaning other. And we're all striving to be like that, and yet we're always going to fall short. We're always going to be imperfect. But as a community, together, we kind of make a big whole beautiful person, you know, like a a beautiful force. And uh, individually, there's very few people that stand out in this world above everybody else. And we can name a few like that are globally recognized. There's a handful of people.
1: Yeah, but there's people behind them.
0: That's what I'm saying is like the community that's unmentioned mm-hmm. is what makes the world go round. Right? And so, yes, you have that ability for example back to the forward four days you have an opportunity to use that to serve others but really you're caring for yourself which in turn serves others and so it's a it's a both and hmm.
1: and then as you were talking i just the element of humility is required for change hmm. because for example if you know it's interesting that you gave a trigger warning <laughs> on something as to me trivial or silly as the snooze alarm you know what i mean because without humility i would have been like you're a jerk dude like don't don't Well tell some me people listening are going to think that
0: i'm a big massive jerk cuz i use strong language and really if you know me i'm not <laughs> that aggressive but I- I can be in my language.
1: Well, and I've told you before like, you (laughs) got to be careful with how you say things because you have the ability to convince somebody, whether right or wrong, that it's like, this is. that. Life or death. And you yeah. are just like, oh no, that was just something I was thinking through. And I'm like, dude, Woo! I spent the last three months working on that because I thought it was like what what you, what needed to happen. Nah, I've changed
0: my mind now. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> that's like, so bad. That's what I'm like, you jerk.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so bad. No, but I've had these conversations in my home, and I think that's why I put a trigger warning on because people really, 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 really close to me, that is a reality in their life. Mm-hmm. And so... And it's always like me scratching my head, trying to figure out, whoa. And I think humility is both ways because you can't, humility means that, I mean, in one sense, humility can be tied to repentance because humility means that I didn't have it right. Mm-hmm. But then on the other side, humility is also understanding and empathetic to those that are struggling with something they really want to change. You know what I'm saying? Like you for 30 years wanted to not bite your nails and maybe for X amount of time you didn't want to hit the snooze button and all you wanted to. So the humility is, you know, it's okay. It's okay. You you'll get there eventually. Or if you don't, it's okay. We still, you're, you're still loved and you're not less of a person, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I think there's humility that's two sided.
1: Yeah. And then the motivation, not only for the person who's striving to change, but the motivation I think matters for the person who who desires to see change in another person. Right, and you have to ask yourself, why do I desire to see this person change? Do I desire to see this person change because it makes my life better, or it makes their life better? Mm -hmm. We talk about this even in our home with our kids. Is like, and and or well, Jordan and I do is like sometimes I have to take a step back and be like, why do I want them to? Here, Why do I want them
0: not to freak out at Walmart when we're trying to shop? Right, because is that for them or for me? Or for me? At, exactly.
1: <laughs> here's here's a perfect example. Is I cannot stand when people chomp and chew loudly. <laughs> it just you and my brother. I, I honestly think it's a it's a it's a it's actually a like psychological a hearing thing. Or, oh, psychological. Disorder. Okay, yeah, it's, hmm. a, it's a mental disorder. Interesting. And it goes along with like perfectionism and things like that. So Yeah, but I
0: think all of us have a moment where in the right circumstances, chomping annoys us. And then most of the time we just don't even realize it. But if you feed that, then it becomes an ever overwhelming like, <gasps> I can't stand chomping.
1: You know? Yes. So I have to ask myself, yeah, in my response to my kids, truly in the moment, I can either say, hey, Maverick, Cage, indie, whatever crew is like. He's he's getting there. He's He's getting. He's cute when he chomps. So I'm okay with that right now. (laughs) Because he's the youngest. He's the baby. Right. But my other three, who actually can understand what I'm saying, is I can either say, "Hey guys, remember to chew with your mouth closed," because it's actually. I mean, in our culture, it's rude. Respectful, rude. Yeah. Like food in your mouth. It's gross. Like, so that is a response that. That is truly to help them right. get better and to thrive in the culture in which we live, okay? Or there's a, dude, I can't tell you how many times I've told you, please.
0: Shut your freaking pie your hole. your mouth when you chew.
1: <laughs> that's a response of like, you're bothering me. So that's and you. In yeah. order to... In order for me to be okay, you have to do what I've asked you to do. So you're putting and the so control motiva- of
0: your okayness in them.
1: Exactly. And my motivation for them to change in that moment is because it benefits me, doesn't benefit You them. just
0: scratched on all the right places, man, because, <laughs> because when you want someone else to conform so that you're okay, mm-hmm. you've relinquished all the self-control, all your own Ability to change yourself, mm-hmm. you are expecting other people to accommodate your life, right? And that is a terrible way to live. We've all tried it, yeah, with your kids, with your spouse, with your coworkers. With it, you're trying to conform them to your image, yeah. <laughs> Instead of you stepping back and saying, "I don't need them. They don't have control over the way I react, right? right, right. They don't have control over my reaction. So if I'm if I'm sitting here and you're chewing on your nails." in my deep recesses, I'd be like, man, I wonder if he understands that there's little germs and microbes that he's pulling into his mouth and he's going to put in his gut. It's going to affect his gut health. His also nails are going to look gross and he's got stubby fingers. I mean, I could go through this list of like all these things in my own head saying, man, he just doesn't know. Or most of the time, I just don't even, I just ignore it. Don't even care. But if it becomes obsessive, and I need you to stop chewing your nails so that I feel better about my mind, so that my mind doesn't go down those rabbit holes, mm-hmm. I've just put your nails in charge of my outcome, and mm-hmm. you're not your nails are not even on my body. You're not even on my body. And yet <laughs> your nails know. affect my happiness, my joy, my yeah. contentment today. So if I get you to stop chewing your nails for me, then I can take credit for, oh, I... Yeah, Ruben doesn't chew his nails because I, you know, I got him to not chew his nails. So, good on me, right? right. I've just created a, a disciple. <laughs> yeah. And that's just like, ugh, oh, that's so gross. And yet we all live that way, especially with our kids, man. Uh-huh. Our kids take the brunt of our stupidity because our we expect to be okay, yeah. Yeah, because we expect them to fulfill our ultimate desires and that's with sports and with chewing with their mouth closed and with <laughs> all the all the things we want them not to do that we're actually doing ourselves mm-hmm. you know it's a it's an interesting thing but joy and happiness is not based on what other people do and yet for some reason we all operate that way driving down the highway if someone drives erratically or cuts me off i always use the highway cuz that's like my thing i expect them to cooperate for me to be okay right in a true sense cuz yes, don't they
1: know you got to get somewhere yeah don't
0: they know that they're driving like idiots and they need to learn how to drive and it's making me unhappy and I'm yelling and screaming. And it's, it's almost like in a, in a sense, I do need them to respect the laws of the highway because it does affect my safety. Mm -hmm. But in a deeper sense, do they not know they're messing up my psychology by (laughs) driving erratically and putting on their brakes and tailgating me and then not letting me pass and, Mm -hmm. and I'm letting them have control over my happiness and joy and don't they know how to make coffee? I mean, don't they know how to make the right coffee that makes me happy? And why doesn't the church have donuts this Sunday, man? Do they not know that that just ruined my happiness? You know, I mean, I expected them to have donuts and they don't, so now I'm I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) You know, it's kind of like, how many times do we actually experience that? At restaurants, this is one of my, this is one of my uncomfortable things, is that when you go to a restaurant and you treat the staff, like you see people treating the server or the staff terribly, it really irritates me to no end. And maybe it's a justice thing, but I, I get real upset when someone goes into a restaurant and expects the staff to read people's minds. Mm-hmm. And they get so gross and nasty towards them and yell at them and call them over and send food back. And it's it's weird because I, I feel like that is so wrong, but that's also, it could take over and I could get real bitter about it and want to fix other people, how they treat the staff, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And so, I don't know. I think we all have our, we all have our pet peeves and we all have our things. And if we don't watch it, our motivation becomes change them. So I'm better. And they're controlling all my peace. They're controlling all my happiness and joy. And, uh, and it shouldn't, it sh- I mean, there's something outside that controls my joy and happiness. Hmm. So you hitting your alarm doesn't affect me at all or your uh, snooze button doesn't affect me at all but it probably affects jordan so part of my it reactivity
1: my <laughs> yeah when i get punched boom
0: boom boom yeah well it's true and part of my reactivity would be like man i can't believe you're doing that to jordan because i could put myself in her shoes right. and i could be like man you're such a jerk man just be more loving what are you doing yeah. and then your back's like ow 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 and then your neck when you flip over and hit this button real fast you know mm-hmm. and you get whiplashed by hurrying up and hitting the button yeah, so when you could just simply jump out of bed. Right. <laughs> Ugh. Well, and the worst is when you wake up one minute before your alarm goes off. One minute oh. before your alarm goes off, you wake up and you're like.
1: <sighs> now that's the worst sleep of your life. Trying it's to terrible. Go back to sleep you can't for minute. that one minute. Yeah, it's terrible. And then you get mad that you couldn't fall back asleep.
0: Yeah. And then you, then your nine minutes of snooze is ruined.
1: Because you can't sleep those nine no, minutes. No. The
0: longest nine minutes of your life.
1: <laughs> just get up.
0: Yeah. Just get out of bed. Yeah. So if you need help, just repeat this multiple times. Just get out of bed. Just get out of bed. <laughs> that's creepy. The slow whisper in your ear, which is super creepy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's, it's interesting stuff. Motivation to change, man. I don't know. I don't know if anybody can crack the nugget. And I think why you can write a million books on it is because we're all so different. We all have such different, there's some overarching principles that affect us all, but each of us respond differently to everything. Mm -hmm. So that's why just knowledge is not enough. Just seeing it is not enough. Just touching it's not enough. There's, there's multiple components that if you could throw it all at you at once, we'd all become crazy, but it would be, what is it that affects it? I don't know. I don't know if there is... I think every person has to figure out what that is for themselves.
1: Yeah. You just have to... I mean, I think... I think it's a, an understanding that at every moment of every day, we are changing Mm. and instead of well that's why we talk about the journey a lot you know like the journey instead of a destination if you can flip your mind to think i'm on a journey to wherever god decides to take me and i'll always be on that journey i'll never arrive anywhere
0: Mm.
1: i don't know if that's For some people, that may be hopeless, but for me, it's filled with hope because then I don't ever feel this pressure to like, I have to get here by this point on this day. And if I don't, then I've failed. Hmm. It's like this, my life is this ever changing, you know, organism, I guess. And you're never done. If you will, and you're never done. The process is never finished. God is constantly at work in you and around you. Hmm. And there's purpose in all of it, you know, and trusting having trust in that is brings a lot of relief to know that like, there's purpose in our pain, there's purpose in our joy, there's purpose in our uh, good experiences and purposes in our bad ones, you know, and God knows God holds it all together. You know, uh, one of the verses that we learned in our, uh, in our tween ministry, Colossians 117 is, you know, he's the, creator of all things and he holds hmm. creation together hmm. and you're like, oof, okay. So someone actually is holding it together. Yeah. Like,
0: well, and part of you could say, eh, I'll just sit back and just let things come to me and happen. And then you just kind of, you don't actually step into your purpose and yeah. that's unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Well, then the flip side is you're trying to control everything and that becomes your purpose is control. And then that's unsatisfying. Yeah. And so it's, it's both reactivity and, and flexibility. And so um, preparedness ahead of time, but then also reacting as things come your way. And I I going through life, you're gonna get hit and you can either respond to it out of anger and bitterness, or you can react to it in a positive way, which is okay, I'm gonna adapt here. I'm gonna adapt to the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you we're great at adapting. I mean, humanity is great at adapting, and really that's that's what this journey is, is adaptability. But if I see something or I know something that I need to change, getting to the place to actually make the choice to change it is a journey. It really is a journey. And I think you sitting on the bus can remember when you stopped, but it took you years to get to that point. And your, you know, 9-minute, 18-minute, 27-minute snooze is also a journey and maybe it's yet to be determined, but maybe today was the day that you're like, oh, that's over. Maybe. And if it's not, that's okay. You're still human, you're still learning and growing. We'll and see.
1: Yeah. I think it's I think it broke me.
0: Maybe it did. Maybe, we'll maybe it did. Maybe it did. And me reading this morning about caffeine and how it negatively affects menires. The way I process things is I gotta let that sit on me for a bit and really think about it, talk about it out loud and stuff. And there's probably in my future, which is a sad lamenting and mourning, there's probably in my future, a future without coffee, which is like really sad. Cause it's such, especially coffee slingers, dude. I was there this morning, Isaac's talking through his process. Cause why it's so good. I mean, they, they think about the weather. They think about the temperature in the coffee shop. They think about Mm -hmm. the way the milk is, and they have it down to such an incredible science that most people just say, I need a cup of coffee, and they just, if it tastes similar to coffee, somewhat like coffee, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. But that's not what Coffee Slingers does. They actually care. And I'm like, that's pretty big. You know, I was there yesterday. They have a new toasted marshmallow latte. Holy crap, dude. It's da- it's like sitting around the campfire making a s'more. Like you're you take a sip of that and they put a little marshmallow that's roasted on top of it. They like toast it uh-huh, and they sit it funny. on the edge of the cup. I'm telling you man, you you take a sip and you feel like you're around a campfire. It is the weirdest embodied experience. So that's the kind of stuff that they have taken time and they've looked at their motivation which is to give you an experience of the best cup of coffee you can get. And they don't just randomly just, you know, crazily do stuff. They actually care. And I think our lives can be, we can be obsessive about this journey and it could be enjoyable because we're actually figuring out how to have joy in our life. And that has nothing to do with controlling other people. It has nothing to do with other people changing. And if they would only change, I would be happier. Mm -hmm. The problem is you'll get exactly what you hope for and you won't like it (laughs) because they changed and you didn't. They left you behind on the journey. Mm. And so we all got to be adapting, reacting. Christy, being married is a a double-edged sword. And it's so good and so painful because your spouse, if you're intimate, if you have a relationship where you actually know each other, they call stuff out of you that really in the moment is upsetting mm-hmm. and it and it can anger you. But if you let it sit on you and you actually process it uh-huh. in a clear mind, they're right most of the time. Now, Christy's not listening, so I'm I'm okay by saying she's right. She won't hold this against me. Christy, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> And she's like, excuse me, what did you say? Yeah. Christy, you're right. But here's the truth is that she sees things that I can't see, but it's the same way with her. Now, way, the way we come to change is so different. Christy and me, I mean, Christy and I, we we don't change the same way. And so she can say something brutally honest to me, and in the moment, oh, it's not good. But it sits there, and it turns out to be a great thing, a gift but if i were to do that to her it would destroy her mm. and so the way that we communicate with each other is so different but the the end result is the same where we're helping each other become better humans you know and so the motivation really for both of us is love i mean love i love you so i can't let you be the emperor with no clothes yeah but there's very few relationships in our world that we have the right to actually speak into someone's life and our problem with our world is social media internet Church. I mean, it's it's given people this unrealistic right. They think it's their right to change other people, mm-hmm. and that's not that's false and inaccurate. Yeah. Um. So it requires an intimate relationship, and maybe the snooze is because of our walking together for this amount of time. That maybe just maybe something that I said as a trigger warning, maybe it maybe it changes things.
1: Mm.
0: Maybe. but whether you stop snoozing or not does not change my joy or happiness because I've settled it and I don't care if people snooze or don't snooze. It doesn't truly doesn't bother me. (laughs) It used to, but it, it truly doesn't anymore. And nail biters don't bother me either, Mm -hmm. but I bet you I do things that drive people nuts. And if they would just tell me, maybe I could fix it. (laughs)
1: That's the unfortunate part about leadership. Sometimes is people don't tell you,
0: right? Right. So
1: so there's that element too. Well,
0: this so, was an awesome ramble, man. This was an awesome ramble. We're gonna shut it down. Shut her down. It
1: didn't even play her music today.
0: It's gonna be there. You didn't hear it, but it. Everyone else is. Oh okay. Yeah. Post amazing. edit, man. Post edit. Throw that thing in. I came in singing, what was it? I I came in the door and I was like, Oh,
1: holy night. And I was
0: like, nope, that's not the song I was going to sing. Mine was, oh, my love, my darling, I hunger for your touch. And Ruben was like, oh, holy night.
1: (laughs) Tis the season, tis Tis the season. Tis the season to be jolly, fa -la la la la.
0: La, 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 la. So Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. Yeah, we won't. We
0: may or may not see uh, have a podcast before the new year. So yep. happy 2022. A great close to a incredible chapter.
1: Yes. Season, 2022. season four, coming your way. Is this season four or five? <laughs> I, don't
0: 4. 5? I don't know. what. I don't know what season we're on. Some we're few, not even labeling them anymore. We're not numbering yeah. them. We're just putting them out there. So
1: Some new episode eventually will come in 2023.
0: <laughs> no, we're going to do it, man. We're going to be consistent with this thing, man. Every Consistency. Oh, yeah. Weeks. Every two oh, weeks. Oh, yeah. We're there. Every two weeks, it's going to be on. So we didn't talk about sponsors because our sponsorship is a little up in the air, which is okay. That's not going to stop us from doing it. So... <laughs> <laughs> nope. But Isaac's. he looked at me because I said, hey, it went up this year, our, our hosting. And he looked at me like cross-eyed. And I'm like, it's not that much, man. And he's like, oh, you're right. You're right. And then uh, Wes and Jessica <laughs> um, as well um, with the uh, health markets. Of course, tomorrow is the final day for okay. 2023 coverage. Yeah. So talk to Wes and Jessica. They're awesome. Anyway, whether you use yeah. them or not, right, you should probably entertain the thought to or the entertain the call. Because they have some insight and resources that will help make a good decision. Yep. With the ever increasing price of health
1: coverage. Jeez, you're telling me? Whew.
0: It's insane. I just paid our bill for January. Did you just pay yours?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it kind of hurt a little bit. Yeah. Hurt a little bit. It did. So if you're in that boat, guys, what's the motivation for change? Maybe I need to do this intermittent fasting. Maybe that'll help my health coverage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That did it. I, oh, that might have done it.
1: You snap. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see. Only time will tell.
0: Someday, someday. One day, <laughs> well, one day, one day. or day Sorry, one. sorry. I messed up. That's see, a, I messed up the dude, quote, dude. One day or day that's one. That's
1: what we can call the episode.
0: One day or day one.
1: Get out of bed slash one day or day one. <laughs> <laughs> we're such idiots, man! We gotta close Jack wagons. It's getting, it's getting bad.
0: We're we're like falling in a hole and can't get out. Oh man! Purple. I got
1: one. I, one, I, I got up. like three fingers today, but on the edge, about to go
0: into another hole. Whoops! So one just me. fell off. <laughs> oh <laughs> Peace.